Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm Steve Nibbs, and along with Tim Abercrombie, want to welcome the head boys basketball coach at Frederick High School, Mr. Monte Hill. Monte, thank you for taking uh, some minutes to be with us, and welcome. I appreciate you having me. Indeed. So, off to a great start, Coach. Uh, 12-0 and here uh, to start this year. Uh, outstanding ball club. What are some of the things about this year's squad uh, that have really impressed you? And 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 moving forward, what do you think? Uh, to be honest, just the overall commitment, sacrifice that you, that these young men have made. Um, we put a lot of emphasis on every day here. Uh, the best thing about what we do is it's every day. The tough part of what what we do is every day. These kids have been all in um, since the summer. They stayed together over the summer and played AAU together, which I thought was a huge deal for us. That's not something that we forced. That was a decision that they made collectively after the TJ loss last year. Um, They stayed together. They've bought in. Um, And I think at this point, you know, the way we started off, we got off to a little faster start this year than we've had in the past. And I think just them being together all summer, we played fall league down in Howard County at Howard Community College where we went undefeated and it just kind of all trickled over into, you know, a fast start for us this year. Indeed it has, Tay, and and, and it's been very impressive in the discipline. And the one thing that we we talked about this, the fact that they're so unselfish and sometimes a little too much that they've made that extra pass when they didn't have to, but they're constantly looking out for each other and looking for that open shot. Yeah, that's both on and off the floor where they look out for each other. It's really, truly a family with these guys. And the one word you hear a lot in our gym behind the scenes is one more, you know, and one more pass, you know, and they've bought into that. Like I say, it's it's been a process. They've bought into it with some of the little things that we do just with shooting work. Um, they've bought in and they definitely look out for each other and are looking. And at this point, there you hear them talking to each other. That was a good one, but we're looking for a great one. Like these, these kids are great to be around every day, and I, I really can't ask for too much more. Indeed. Well, I'll tell you what you're basically talking about is culture here, um, and so it sounds like you've built a, a great culture there at Frederick High. What, like what, what goes into that though? You know, a little bit more specific, like, and you've done it at both the high school and college level. Talk about what goes into building that good culture, if you will. For us, Coach, it kind of starts and ends with, you know, the commitment level. You know, it's all in for us. And that's from myself to all the assistant coaches. And that kind of, you know, trickles right down to the kids. Um, and that goes back to that everyday thing. The best part about what we do is every day. And, the, and ironically, the toughest part about what we do is we do it every day. You know, so I think it all starts there with just your commitment level, not only with our kids, but our families, because we asked a lot. You know, we're here early for film. We're here early for weights on the after game days. You know, it, it's not just the coaches, the staff, but we need our parents to be all in as well. And I think we've got that, you know, this year. Um, another piece of our culture is just, just building the trust. You know, I came in four years ago. And I kind of learned this the hard way. Before you can get to a high level of winning, the kids got to trust in you, trust in your staff, trust in what you're about. And it's got to be a little bit bigger than just wins and losses. You know, do you do you genuinely care about the kid, the young man um, outside of what he does and forms of contributing to wins and losses? So just trying to 
build trust within our kids is a big part of our culture. And I think at this point, you know, as a staff, we trust our kids and vice versa. Our kids trust us. Um, another piece to, to the culture for us is just like clear goals, you know, very clear, very direct, not pages and pages and pages, but we go through individual goals with our kids. We go through team goals with our kids. We go through program goals with our kids. You know, we try to use that KISS philosophy, keep it simple, stupid, just so that everybody's on board and understands what it's going to take for us to, to ultimately reach our goals. Um, clear expectations both on and off the floor, um, how we conduct ourselves within the building, you know, at school, how we conduct ourselves in the community. Um, one, I mean, I guess it's a double-edged sword for a lot of these guys Everybody in the town knows Coach Hill. So if you do something, it's probably going to figure out a way to get back. It's going to get back to us somehow, some way. But we're blessed to have great kids. When I walk out of here every day, I don't worry about our kids making bad decisions. We put big emphasis on choices, the choices that you make. Um, but just, just trying to give them clear expectations, how we conduct ourselves in the classroom, how we conduct ourselves when we get to an opponent's gym, how we – make sure we leave a locker room the way it was when we went in. Just clear expectations for our guys both on and off the floor is part of that culture. Um, I think AD support is huge. You know, as we build our culture, we have one, in my opinion, one of the best ADs around. She's all about, you know, putting our student, student athletes in positions to be successful, putting our coaches in, in, situa in situations to be successful. And I'm blessed to be able to work for Ms. Hammond here at Frederick High School, um, another piece to our culture, and I think a huge piece is just the family atmosphere that we try to build. Um, we try to build young men to be successful with the game of life, you know, through the life lessons that they learn through bouncing that basketball. You know, we, as a family, we go through just like any other family. We go through ups, downs, highs, lows, um, as expected. We don't always – we're not always having good days here. It might end up on a good day on game day, but we go through – our rough patches, you know, behind the scenes as well. But at the end of the day, when we walk outside of that box, everybody knows they're loved, appreciated, and we're looking forward to that next day. Um, and the last part of our culture is just relationship building. As I spoke about earlier, it's bigger than just basketball. Ten years from now, I know for myself, I love to get wedding or 20-year wedding invites, graduation invites. It's about building those relationships with these young men who sacrificed everything that they're sacrificing for us. Very good, Tay, and I can, and I think Steve and I can vouch for that. Like yes. we enjoy, like at, at this point in our careers, both retired, washed up coaches, <laughs> but we really enjoy, like seeing the kids that we work with back in those days. And uh, you, you know that that that's you hit the nail on the head there. So, you know, you are really doing a great job there, uh, Tay. Me and uh, Steve were just talking before the show and looking at your resume. You got twenty years of coaching in now which is kind of like yeah. amazing to me. <laughs> and I want you to talk about your coaching tree a little bit because it's pretty broad. Um, and also, like, what have you taken from some of the guys that you've been under before? Uh, well, I think to, it all started for me with the coaching thing. It really started with my dad. Um, he introduced me to the game as a young boy. He coached me as a kid. Um I saw the number of kids that he impacted over the years and how he impacted lives. And I kind of wanted to follow those footsteps as a, as a young kid. I knew young that I wanted to coach. I didn't want to chase a dream of being a professional basketball player. I knew very young that when my time was done as a player that I wanted to be 
you know, a coach just because of, like, I've, I've gained so many friends just because of the relationships that my dad put me in front of, you know, mentoring kids and putting and just being around kids that needed that father figure when they were young. Um, it kind of, I kind of gravitated to that young, and I knew as a young boy that I wanted to be a head coach one day. Um, uh, the next person on my list is somebody who probably doesn't even know that they kind of impacted me as a as a young kid as a coach is Mr. Uh, Dwayne Jenkins. Um, I used to go to, as a young boy, I used to watch TJ basketball, and I used to see that that guy sitting over there as an assistant coach having an impact on on winning over there at Thomas Johnson High School. And I and he probably doesn't know it. Not many people probably know it, but I used to look up to him behind the scenes, you know, as somebody that I, damn, I would like to do that one day. That's just because he was and, such a nice dresser, though. He, he didn't know all that much about hoops. <laughs> <laughs> no, go yes. on. I agree with you 100. percent Great coach. Great coach. Yes, sir. And I'll move right down to you know Coach Miller. Um, I played for Coach Miller um, at Frederick Community College, and you know just one of the best people I've ever been around. Great coach, but Coach Miller was loved by his players because he was just a great person. Um, he was a players' coach. We loved to play for him, and just to see how we gravitated towards him, how the players, like we're all, everybody who played for Coach Miller, we're all still connected through that F- FCC family. And, you know, Coach Miller and his wife, you know, they were great people and it kind of impacted me further in wanting to become um, a head coach someday. Um, from there, I went to college. And um, from FCC, I went to college and Coach Gary Nottingham, you know, was my head coach at USC Spartanburg. And from coach, I kind of took that, that toughness piece. He was a tough dude. He wasn't taking no, he wasn't taking no stuff. Um, he was a great person as well who put us in positions to be successful. Um, he was structured. He was disciplined. But that kind of that grit, that toughness may have came from Coach Gary Nottingham while I was at Spartanburg. I coached under him for one year as a student assistant, you know, picking his brain, little things. He was a heavy defensive guy, and I think that's kind of where, you know, at this point of my career, I'm heavy on defense, and I think that started with Coach Nottingham when I was a player for him and a student assistant for him back in Spartanburg. Um, Last but not least, (laughs) my biggest influence comes from, I think, Mr. Tom Dickman. Um, So everybody knows Coach is a legend. He's got a court named after him. He took me in. That was my first real job. He took me in when I was um, fresh out of college over at uh, Hood College and kind of gradually gave me the rope that I needed to become successful. It wasn't at the beginning. I wasn't on much. You know, I was happy to be there under him, learning. Coach Conley was there, learning from him. Um, But gradually, as we went along, he started to extend the rope more and more and more and more every day, every year. Um, to the point where, you know, he trusted me, and that meant a lot to me. You know, Coach Dickman was probably or is the most detailed, organized, prepared coach I've ever been around. And to this day, the napkins that we used to write on when we were at restaurants, uh, I still do some of those things, you know. Uh, But just the the, the attention to detail, you know, as coach, everybody coaches a great person. His players loved him, you know. 
but the attention to detail, I always tell people all the time, we never went into a game and drew something up that the kids weren't prepared to do beforehand. It never, we didn't even need a whiteboard really because <laughs> the kids were, they were always prepared. It was never something new on game day and we tried to draw, draw up or trick somebody. It was all prepared material. Um, Again, Coach was a very detailed person, very prepared for every moment, every situation. And if you watch me, if you watch, if you know anything about Coach Dickman and his teams and you watch us, yep. you might not see it exact, but you see some yes. of the same nuances from, you know, what Coach Dickman used to do as far as the defensive calls. Um, we kind of put a little different flip onto the, to the flex offense that, that we kind of incorporated here. But a lot of the little nuances of what we do, came from Coach Dickman with the biggest on being prepared every single day we walk into the gym for practice, every single day we walk onto the floor for game. Our kids are prepared. Our staff is prepared. When lose or draw, we're always going to be prepared for a basketball game. And, Tay, you, you mentioned and, something about Coach Dickman. This is not enough. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny because I understand where you're coming from, but, uh, you know, his attention to detail. But all those uh, maximizing his talent. He always got kids to play to the maximum mm-hmm. of their capabilities. And that that always kind of stood with me and the TJ teams. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And there was two others that I did have that kind of just came into my life through basketball that are kind of mentors to me to this day. Um, one of my coaching colleagues at Hood College was um, Keith Adams, became like a brother to me through our coaching connections over, I think, eight years at, at Hood. Um, still call him to to this day about even things that don't pertain to basketball, life situations. Um, it's just somebody who is a mentor to me to this day that I look up to, that I appreciate, that I value, and I know I can call him for anything. Um, and another one that I met through my time at FCC, uh, who was an assistant for us there, was Mr. John Cooper. Uh, everybody knows him by Coop. Coop came into my life. He was... Um, going through a tough, tough time in his life at that time. And I think him being with us at that time during F- at FCC kind of brought a bright spot and maybe poured him through some tough situations. And to this day, he's like a mentor. We Since he was on my staff at FCC, I think we've talked every single day since then. Sometimes it's basketball, sometimes it's life, but I can wake up every day and know that at some point, Coach Coop is going to call. We're going to communicate. Even if it's 30 seconds, one minute, two minutes, three minutes, we're going to have that conversation and move on with our day. So those are two individuals as well who have impacted my life through the game of basketball. Indeed. And we always take a little from everyone that we come across, uh, Tay, as you have just uh, said. Looking back, uh, you've played at Frederick. You're now back at Frederick. Special place for you to, to not to – not only play at high school, but come back at to your alma mater and coach. How, how special is that for you? I don't even know if that one can be put into words, Mr. Niv. You know, <laughs> it's, every time I walk out of that locker room for practice, for a game, once a cadet, always a cadet. Yeah. You know, and be able to come back and, you know, have an impact on, on you know, the lives of these young men, have an impact on winning. It's just a special feeling that I really can't put into words. Um I'm chasing, I tell my kids every day, I'm chasing a dream through you guys. You know, yeah. as, a, as a young player here, our goal was always to win a state championship. 
and we never were able to accomplish that. And recently we've had um, a couple state champions, um, Mr. Al Green, Mr. Donnie Boyd, yep. come back and speak to our young men. Um, and, and I'm honest with our guys. I, I, I can't talk to you through that process because I don't know what it's like. You know, right. so to, to try to give them a bigger picture of what it's like, what it takes, we began to invite, you know, some of those guys back just to give their perspective, their thoughts, their opinions, you know, on what we could potentially do to help the process because that is, that has been a goal since we walked in um, a few years ago and it's still a goal to this day. And, again, I'm chasing that dream and I'm living that dream right through our kids to this day right now. Quickly, Tay, um, looking back, uh, you've been in the coaching ranks now 20 years. Uh, a, a couple things quickly about what have you learned about yourself? Oh, man, I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned that I'm not always right. Um, <laughs> I've learned to uh, – I'm still learning um, how to respond to adversity. Um, I'm still learning – how to deal with officials um, to this day. There's still, um, there's a bit, there's, and I, and I, and I hope, you know, that there's, that there's more to still learn about myself because I feel like once I stop learning about me, once I stop learning about the game, then that might be the time where it's time for me to call it quits. Bingo. You know, I, I try to learn, you know, as coaches, we all steal, we steal from each other all the time. Um, I try to, you know, better myself, better our program just through learning from other people. You know, you got all have Shaka Smart is another one of the guys that I really have really influenced me as a head coach. I try to learn still from him all the time, a, a, a number of coaches. But, you know, just being able to continue to learn, being able to continue to learn about the game, continue to learn about myself are things that, you know, I'm still, that are, I'm still growing towards and, Hopefully, I, I continue to grow in that aspect. I'm sure you will, Tay, and that's well said, exactly. Tay, I wanted to t ask you a little bit, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because there's still a big chunk of this season left, but uh, have you started to ad identify any potential teams beyond the region yet? I mean, that, that you talked about Coach Dickman early being prepared. I can remember him giving me <laughs> – teams that we might be playing down the road when the playoff time's coming. He'd have a file and articles about them. And so how about you? Have you looked down the road at who you might see beyond the region? Behind the scenes with the guys, it's the mm -hmm. next, the next one is the only one approach. But as the head coach, coach, um, you got to start to, when you see a season shaping, um, definitely have to start to think down the road, whether it happens or whether it doesn't, we talked about preparation, and that's one of the big pieces of our success. So I really – it's kind of a trick question, but the answer to it is yes. <laughs> um, City College is one that I know traditionally is around during that time. Mm -hmm. Oxon Hill this year yep. is pretty good basketball team. Longreach out of Howard County. All solid basketball teams that I have, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I have peaked at. I haven't really done any type of scouting reports or in-detailed work at this point. Just wanted to see what was out there as this, as this thing really, really starts to take shape. But I do, I, I'll be honest and say, yes, City College out of Baltimore, City, Oxon Hill out of PG County, and Longreach out of Howard County are three schools that I have peaked at on NFHS Network at this point. Indeed, I tell you, and those who, who are – attention to detail you always as a coach are looking 
a little bit ahead anyway to, to if, uh, just to look on the radar and see what's out there. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. I know Tim does as well. Unfortunately, Tay, we're running out of time here. Um, and we have to let go. Uh, but we certainly have enjoyed uh, talking with you today. Uh, we've enjoyed getting with you during the season up to this point. Uh, Frederick High is very fortunate. I know um, Kivet is glad you're on staff, and so are we, because you do so much for those young men uh, at Frederick and for for basketball in Frederick County, and, and you're giving back to the school and the area that you came from, and that's that's huge as well and very admirable. So, Tay, I know we'll see you before the end of the year. I hope we see you a little, even later in the season. I'll let that go with that. I don't want to jinx anything. But certainly a pleasure to have you and, and the best of luck going forward. I appreciate you guys very much. Thank you. Indeed. You've been listening to Ferry County Weekend Sports Show on 930 WFMD. For Tim Abercrombie, I'm Steve Nibbs, and we'll see you next week. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com, a service of Holtzapel Heating and Air Conditioning. News Radio 930.